Welcome to Talking Shop with Teresa and Bree, the show where we dish out tips and advice for mystical business owners and service providers. Now, if you're not sure if you're a mystical business owner, here's what I want you to know. If you are working as a tarot card reader, an astrologer, a Reiki healer, intuitive counselor, oracle medium, you know, if you're doing any kind of spiritual or sacred art as part of your profession, we're talking about you. My name is Teresa, and where is my lovely partner in crime? Hello, everyone. I'm Bree. We've both been self-employed mystics, running our own businesses for decades upon decades, and looking so good while we do it. We know what goes into running a successful sacred arts or mystical business. We know exactly how much heart, grit, and hustle it takes to get your business afloat and keep things rocking along. So we do this show together once a month because we love sharing the business strategies that we've learned over the years. And we truly love seeing our fellow mystics thrive and succeed. So in each episode of Talking Shop, we tackle a different topic. And this year, we're focusing on astrology for business. Today's topic is power, protection, and perfection, Mars, retrograde, and business. Ooh, this is a juicy one. I'm so excited. Thanks for tuning in to listen, and let's get this show started. Yay! I love talking about astrology for business, Brie. I love it, love it, love it. Me too. So good. Yeah, and Mars retrograde, so we are in 2020, and this year we get a Mars retrograde. It doesn't come around every year. It comes around about every other year. Um, but before we even get started talking about Mars retrograde, can you explain what a retrograde is for our listeners? Um, tell them all the technical crap about it. Yes, yes. Let me let me tell you all the technical crap. I love it. So a retrograde. All I was actually just discussing this with my um, almost nine year old because he was uh, he was asking me if if things like the sun go retrograde. The answer is no. Um, so retrograde motion is basically a fancy way of saying something is moving backwards. And as we all, no doubt, remember from fifth grade science, the planets, all the planets, move in kind of an oval-shaped pattern through the sky, and this is known as their elliptical orbit, right? So it's the orbit that they travel. And when a planet hits a certain angle with respect to the Earth, where we are, it can start to look like it is actually traveling backwards. Now, Important note, planets do not actually travel backwards. They only travel forward, but it can look like they are going backwards, or as we astrologers like to say, retrograde. So this happens to all of the planets. So the outer planets like Jupiter and Saturn and Neptune and Pluto, they have long retrograde periods. And then the inner planets typically have shorter retrograde periods, with the shortest being Mercury's retrograde, which usually lasts for about three weeks. So Mars, as Teresa said, does not retrograde every year, but it does retrograde about every other year. And the retrograde for Mars, in case y'all are interested, um, this year happens from September 9th 
through November 13th, and it is going to be completely in the sign of Aries. Uh-huh. So, the one thing that I'll add to what I just said is the ancient world, which, of course, practiced astrology and took astrology quite seriously, understood a retrograde for any of the planets as the planet descending into the underworld. And I always like to bring that up because when we want to understand, you know, what the energy of a specific retrograde is, one easy way to start to think about it is to take the energy and the significance of a specific planet and then think about how that shows up in the underworld, what kind of shadow work that might inspire, what kind of challenges might come up. So I think that's a useful thing to remember about retrograde. Teresa, how did I do? Oh, my God. You Nobody does it as well as you. I mean, that is a very beautiful explanation of what the retrograde is all about. Um, and so I'm, I'm so grateful because you said it so much better than I could. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. I love it. So since we're, since we're talking about Mars, and, you know, Mars retrogrades don't get a lot of airplay, Teresa. Right. What are some of the things that people need to be aware of? What are some of the things that a Mars retrograde can impact and affect? Well, you know, Mars is the warrior god. And uh, Mars is also, in astrology, it's all about action. It's all about ambition. It's all about our drive, right, Uh, the things that make us passionate. And so when Mars is retrograde, it is a time, first of all, to review our relationship with aggression. It is also a time to really think about what are we trying to initiate? What are we trying to start right now? Because Mars can, in a business sense, it can impact, for example, if you're starting a new business and you're trying to launch it. Um, It can impact your launches. It can impact lawsuits. It's never a good time to start a lawsuit during a Mars retrograde. You know, um, for example, if I want to sue you, not a good time to do it. It's not a good time to get into a war with anybody. You don't want to. You want to think of it this way. You don't want to initiate anything. Um, you don't want to be aggressive because um, aggression, lawsuits, launches, those things can really be impacted by a Mars retrograde. So those are the areas that I tend to be really, really careful about. Um, you really, I think the, the biggest advice I'd like to say is you always want to really think before you take an action during a Mars retrograde. And that's, that's not just for business. You know, that's just for life in general. I, uh, also, here's the other thing that Mars retrograde, which has nothing to do with business, but it's not a good time to do an elective surgery. You know, I like to say mm-hmm, this isn't mm-hmm, your time to get your mm-hmm. facelift because yeah. chances are things are going to go yeah. wonky. It's not a good time to sign contracts, you know, similar to a Mercury retrograde. So, you know, from that point of view, what are some of the things that you think that people should be avoiding during a Mars retrograde? I mean, I think I kind of covered in a nutshell the areas that can impact, but um, what are you? Do you have any other thoughts about that? Yeah. Um, I So, you know, I think what you said about not getting into conflict is really important um, because just traditionally speaking, any kind of conflict, whether it's like personal or professional is not going to go your way during a Mars retrograde, and it also often is going to take a lot longer to finally settle during a Mars retrograde. So you really want to, 
steer clear of that. Um, you want to also be aware that people may come at you and be more aggressive than usual during a Mars retrograde. Mm-hmm. So you need to, you know, almost treat it in a way like a Mercury retrograde where, you know, I always advise my clients during Mercury retrograde, like, judge most mercifully. You know, if somebody is coming at you and really trying to start something, like, this is the time to walk away. This is not the time to engage. Um, I also think that this is, generally speaking, especially because this retrograde occurs in the sign of Aries, this is not a good time to start something new. I think that the energy of a Mars retrograde is a lot more effective for perfecting and optimizing what you already have as opposed to trying to, like, do a whole new thing. So we'll talk, we will talk about that a little bit um, going forward. And this is also a time where you want to avoid um, situations that are really going to stress you out or deplete your energy. You know, Mars is very associated with our energy. So practically speaking, when Mars goes retrograde, like our diets can often go to hell. Our exercise routines can often get really discombobulated and knocked off track. And it's really important during a Mars retrograde to make sure that you're safeguarding your energy. And I mean that both physically, so what you eat, how you move your body, how you exercise, and also psychically, what your boundaries are. And I think this is a good time to kind of do a review on your psychic boundaries and your your emotional boundaries as well. Um, It is, you know, this is a time, this is one of the times in 2020 where if there is something that you're putting off, like if you're putting off filing those legal papers or you're putting off paying that debt or you're putting off, like, you know, finally getting clarity on your taxes. This could be a time where those things come to a head and demand that you deal with them. So I don't like being in those situations. So one of the things that I would avoid um, is getting in that situation during Mars retrograde when things can be just a little bit more difficult than they normally are. And instead, I would be proactive and I'd get as many kind of like difficult, challenging things, especially related to your business, out of the way as you can before the retrograde begins. Mm-hmm. Do you have totally. anything to add to that? Yeah. Oh, my God, no. That is like, um, those are all the things definitely to watch out for during a Mars retrograde. I mean, brilliant. No, I, I totally agree. So we've talked about the don'ts. Teresa, but are there any do's? Are there any actions that an entrepreneur might want to take during a Mars retrograde? Or are there ways that Mars retrograde can really benefit your business? Well, you know, the biggest thing is you want to review your business policies. I'm really big about that. This is a great time to look at all of your policies and put them under the microscope, especially your business boundaries with clients. You know, so if you take a little time during a Mars retrograde and explore, okay, what are my policies? What policies do I have in place, for example, for a refund? What policies do I have in place if I do not want to work with a client? What policies do I have in place, you know, if I'm going to do a joint venture? 
this is a really good time to review your policies. It's also a good time to review any contracts that are on your desk. I don't recommend signing a contract during a Mars retrograde or a Mercury retrograde, but it's a great time to review them. It's a good time to review all your old contracts. Go back and look at them. Go back and look at that book deal. Um, go back and look and make sure that things are being honored. You know, so really think about reviewing your policies, your legal contracts, and also the legal structure of your business. You know, oftentimes people, they'll set up their business, but they may forget something. Like, for example, did you ever file that DBA, which is a doing business as form? Are you late with filing? I mean, do you have a system in place for paying your taxes on time? So review all those legal things and look at where you may need to do some repairs. The other thing that I recommend, because it's all about that, again, that reviewing thing, is review your business structures, review your business plans, and also, when I talk about plans, revisit the plans you set earlier in the year and take some time and say, okay, is everything going according to my plan? Do I need to adjust my plan? Does this plan make sense now? You know, it's a great time for all of those actions. And by the way, it's also not a, dan- it's also not a time where you want to launch something, but... If you're relaunching something, like maybe you're um, bringing back an old program or or doing a relaunch of something that you've done a million times before, that's a perfectly good time to do a relaunch. So you can relaunch away. Just my opinion. Love it. So, you know, i got a question for you. Since we, I, I mentioned Mercury retrograde in there just for a second, what do you think is worse for business, Mercury retrograde or Mars retrograde? Ooh, that is such a good question. I mean, I like retrogrades. I I find them to be really helpful for business because they are like these built-in periods to review your stuff. And I think that often business has like a forward momentum. You know, we're going forward and we're not looking back. And I think that those periods of review are so important. So, uh, you know, I, I enjoy both kinds of retrogrades. The challenge of a Mars retrograde is that it's longer, first of all. So, you know, Mercury retrogrades, like I said, they're about three weeks long. Uh, you know, Mars retrograde, this this Mars retrograde is, you know, it's this goes from September through November. And, and so it's longer. It's a longer period of time. Um, and I, I also think that Mercury retrograde, is often really obvious, like the way that it shows up or like the the wrenches that it throws in your plans, you know, it's often very easy to see. The farther out the planet is, the rule of thumb is the less, like, immediate the effects of the retrograde are. So they're more subtle, and they can take a longer time to show up. So I think that that is also a challenge. I also think that another challenge of Mars retrograde is that for our businesses especially, we have very relationship-driven businesses. You know, if you're reading cards for someone or if you're creating rituals for someone or if you're doing astrology for someone, you have any kind of one-on-one offering, your business is very dependent on your ability to relate to your client and vice versa. You know, there's a relationship there. And Mars can impact relationships in a hard way. 
So, so that's a specific challenge. And the other challenge that I see, and Teresa, you and I have talked about this, in our line of work, um, we often pay a lot of attention to, like, the heart and the soul. We pay a lot of attention to the mental and to the intellectual. Often we don't pay as much attention to the physical. And right. Mars retrograde can be periods that really remind you, hey, you have a body that is, like, doing all of this with you, and you need to take care of that as well. So, you know, if, if your diet has not been tended to, if you have not been vigilant about getting some kind of physical activity, physical exercise within the scope of whatever your abilities are, um, a Mars retrograde can really bring that up. You know, it can, it can kind of put it front and center and say, yeah, you have a business, but you also have a body, and your business is going to run better when you when you're able to tend to your body in the ways that it needs. And so I find that to be kind of an unexpected challenge that especially our people can encounter during these periods. Right on. I, so I'm like nodding my head, uh, and I have to tell you though. In my, this is my little opinion. I find that for me, I tend to sail through a Mars retrograde without one problem. I don't think I've ever had any really big problems during a Mars retrograde, other than some boundary issues here or there. Whereas Mercury retrograde, and it might be because I have six planets ruled by Mercury, Mercury retrograde likes to have its way with me. Yeah, it likes to have its way with me. So <laughs> I don't like Mercury yeah. retrograde. I mean, I can roll with it, but I'm like, you know, you son of a gun. I'm sick of you. Well, you know, that, this brings up a really good point, too, which is when we talk about astrology on on our podcast, you know, we're talking about it in really general terms. Like, right. if you don't have Mars in a super, like, important part of your chart or, you know, in a in a hot spot, as I like to say, then chances are the Mars retrograde is not going to affect you very much. One of the things I always recommend is figure out what sign a planet is going to retrograde in. So, like, as I told you all that Mars is going to retrograde in 2020 in Aries. And figure out where Aries is. You know, if Aries is in your 10th house, then will the retrograde affect your business? Probably yes. If it's in your 4th house, will it, will it affect your business? Probably not. Probably your home but probably not your business unless you've got a lot of other stuff in your forecast, right? So right. that's one thing to look at. I know for me, I am deeply affected by Pluto retrograde because I really? was born and Pluto, yeah, because Pluto is on top of my sun. In my oh. Right? So I'm super affected by a Pluto retrograde, which, like, Pluto is the farthest planet out. That shouldn't really affect anybody, but hello, uh. it affects me. So, you know, know where the planet is in your chart, know where it is in your natal chart, and then know where it's going to be transiting, know what area of your chart it's going to be transiting, um, and, and you know, then you can really start to kind of put together some predictions about how this retrograde period is going to affect you, because they do all affect us differently, like Teresa said. She's got, like, six planets that are hanging out with Mercury, and she's a Gemini sun, and so Mercury retrogrades are totally going to affect her, you know, whereas yep. for you, it might not be a big deal. And, you know, I so, think also some people, would, if they have the Mercury or Mars retrograde in their chart, sometimes they experience it a little, a little differently, too, so. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly right. 
So I want to talk about something else that we've discussed with respect to Mercury retrograde, but not Mars, Teresa, and that is opening your business, starting your business during a Mars retrograde, and this is not typically considered a good idea. How, if you do that, maybe you don't know as much about astrology when you start out, so you open your business and it's in the middle of the Mars retrograde, is there a way to fix that? How can you fix it? Absolutely. First of all, I'm going to say I am. I cannot count the number of times that I've seen a business open during a Mercury or a Mars retrograde, and they've failed a couple of years later. I cannot count how many times. There's a restaurant uh, that opened up a couple of years ago, and they were opening up. I, I don't remember anymore if it was a Mercury or Mars retrograde. It might have been both. I, I don't remember anymore. But I said to my husband, these businesses need to consult a damn astrologer. And, of course, the business yeah. failed a couple of years later. There was a yoga studio that I used to actually be involved with, too, that opened during these retrograde cycles. And I'm like, this business is not going to make it, you guys. You got, I, I hate to be a superstitious Aloysius, but it's just not a good time to launch anything. So my advice, let's say you've launched some business during a Mars retrograde or Mercury retrograde. Do a relaunch and a grand reopening. And have a good, someone who understands business astrology, have them help you to pick a date that's really going to be auspicious. It's that simple. And when you do the relaunch and then you do a rebrand or, you know, a grand opening, and there should be a grand opening ceremony, it really resets it. And I've seen this fix people's crap. So that's what I recommend doing that. But anyhow. I love it. I love it. It works. Super smart. And it seems like if you launch a program, the program is a dud. Revamp it and relaunch it. That simple. So here's the thing. You're the magic woman. And I know you do a lot of rituals for uh, mystical business owners and, and, and regular business owners, too. I mean, you're, you're doing a lot of rituals to help people's businesses succeed. And right. I know you've done some to help me, too. So are there any rituals you might recommend for business owners to use during a Mars retrograde? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, one of the aspects of Mars that we haven't talked about is protection. You know, Mars is the valiant soldier who protects those who are weaker or unable to protect themselves. And, you know, astrologically, Mars often gets a bad rap as being, like, super aggressive. But there is a whole other side to Mars that's actually very beneficial. And, you know, when Mars retrogrades, the way that I understand that is the fiery nature of Mars is being shadowed or being dampened. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that business owners can do during Mars retrograde is, is that very simple is to have like a seven-day candle, their glass-encased candles are sometimes called vigil lights or novenas or devotional candles. And you can take that candle, you can, you know, dress it with oils and with herbs that you associate with courage and with protection and with the ability to, you know, meet your adversaries and conquer them and let that candle burn during the retrograde period. And and once that candle goes out, have another one ready to go. So you can kind of have a little candle magic going on behalf of your business during the Mars retrograde, which can be a really good thing. Another thing to notice 
or to, to pay attention to is one of my favorite little magical tricks, which is a salt jar. And I have um, a blog post. If you go to briannasassi.com and you Google, like, salt jar, you'll find it. Um, if you have a blow-up during Mars retrograde, which is very possible that you will, either on a professional or a personal level, a lot of people talk about honey jars and sugar jars, and that's an old, tiny, magical way to, like, sweeten a relationship. But sometimes I find that before a relationship needs to be sweetened, it kind of needs to be cleansed and purified. And if hard words are said, that often is the case. And so you can use a salt jar to do that. If you're a business and you're having some issues with, say, the IRS or with, you know, your state agencies um, and you need to get those results, putting your business name and the agency into a salt jar to kind of neutralize all of the intensity and the aggression so that you guys start out again on an even keel and relatively on the same page is a really good way to kind of support yourself professionally, and it's a very simple, magical thing to do that doesn't cost a lot of money either, which I am a fan of. Mm-hmm. I so those love are two of my things. Well, I love these suggestions, especially about the protection thing, because, you know, what? one of the things we don't think about is about protecting our businesses, right? Uh, we don't think about how the business can be impacted by so many things. It can be impacted by you know, a jealous rival. It can be impacted by you um, making a little mistake and somebody blowing it out of proportion and putting a bad review out there. It can be impacted also by the world's economy. We don't think about that. So I love your suggestion about um, about that. So thank you, thank you for that brilliant and wise advice. Yes, absolutely. Oh. All and right, that well, rep- I think we've covered Mars. Yes, we're we're wrapping up, right? Yeah, I think we've that this it. is a wrap, and I think your rituals are just so amazing, and it's a great way to come uh, full circle with this talk today. Beautiful. So, Teresa, what was your biggest takeaway from this episode? What did you really get out of it? Bree, I I got to go back to this little protection magic that we talked about at the end. Uh, I think that what you, the point you made about that uh, pricked my ears up because again we don't think about that. And Mars is really the warrior, so what a brilliant time to be doing that kind of magic. So I love that. What about you? Anything that we shared that kind of like popped for you? Yeah, I really loved your point about, you know, if you launch something during Mars retrograde and you didn't realize it and you're hitting a wall with it, that you can then relaunch it at a later time. I think that that is hugely important and, like, really, really awesome to know and such a such an energy saver and a sanity saver for people. So I really love it. Absolutely. All right, people, before we sign off, a happy reminder. If you love Talking Shop, don't forget that you can listen to all the previous shows for free by visiting the Talking Shop archives. You can go to my site, thetarolady.com, hit on the podcast tab, click on the link for Talking Shop, and you're right there. Bree, where can they find the podcast on your site? You guys can just head right over to to briannasafi.com. Click on the free resources tab, and you will find both the current episode and the archives of Talking Shop right there. 
And also, if you do enjoy this podcast, if you find it useful, do us a favor. Head on over to iTunes and leave a kind review because that's going to help more metaphysical business owners find their way to Talking Shop and all the things we love to share. All right, we are done for the day. Join us again for our next month for another round of Talking Shop. And until then, you can find me, the ter- Teresa, the Tarot Lady, at thetarotlady.com. And, Bree, where are you? You can all find me, Bree, at com. Thanks again so much for listening. Keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. and Stay on your grind, making it a great month. We know you will. com. Click on free resources and you will find both the current episode and you will also find the archives right there. Yay. All right, people, that's a wrap for this episode. Join us again next month for another round of Talking Shop. Until then, you can find me, Teresa, at thetarolady.com. Bree, where can they find you? Everyone, you can find me at com. Thank you again so much for listening. Keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. Stay on your grind and make it a great month. We know you will. Yeah, yeah, I think What about you? I really love what you brought up about structure. I mean, Saturn is so much about structure, as is Capricorn. And, you know, as we see some structures not working any longer, like this business as usual no longer works, really thinking about our own ways of running business and asking, well, what is and is not working for us? You know, I think that's a hugely important thing to do all of the time, but it's kind of nice because right now we're really supported by the planetary energy to do it in a very effective way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So lot we've got lots of good things to think about with this current um with this current uh, Saturn or with this current Saturn Pluto thing and I think it's gonna impact I think a lot of our businesses are going to look different by the end of the year. Just my thoughts. So, Yeah, I like it. So last but not least, a few announcements. Teresa, is there anything you want our listeners to know about that's happening in your business world? Any upcoming classes, new projects, things like that? Well, you know, the biggest thing I want to tell people is that I have the AstroBiz Digest available. And the AstroBiz Digest is a weekly horoscope that is specifically for business owners and it will map out all the things that are happening in the sky so that you can make great decisions about your business what about you Bree? anything you want to share you know i have first of all i just have to say i subscribe to the astro digest um, and i actually i pay for my subscription and i love it so much i use it every single week and I think I told you this before I like I can do all of the astrology but it's so nice to have you do it so that I don't have to (laughs) I so appreciate that (laughs) well I I love that yeah I love it it's a great service so for me um the big news is that uh call to the crossroads which is a year 
long training in various sacred arts and magical practices is open for registration. Um, we're going to start in May, and this year's uh, course is going to be centered around my book, Making Magic. So we are going to look at making magic as a lifelong practice. And so we're going to talk about super practical things like time management for the busy magician, house blessing and house charming, all kinds of really good practical things. And so if you're interested in that, you can head over to my website and get all of the details. I love that. And people, you need to get over there. All right, people. Well, that's it. We are wrapping this up. Um, But before we sign off, a happy reminder. If you love Talking Shop, don't forget that you can listen to all of the previous shows for free by visiting the Talking Shop archives. Just go to thetarolady.com, hit on the podcast tab, click on the link for Talking Shop, and you're there. Bree, where can they find the podcasts on your site? Everyone, you can go to brianasafi.com, B-R-I-A-N-A-S-A-U-S-S-Y, You can click on the free resources tab, and both the current show and the archives will show up right there. Awesome. All right. Well, that is a wrap for this episode, and please join us again for another round of Talking Shop next month. And until then, you can find me, Teresa, at thetarolady.com. Bree, where can they find you? You all can find me at briannasafi.com. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. Stay on your grind. Make it a great month. We know you will. To be mad or terrified, but you still got to keep doing your work because the world needs your work, and you've got to remember that. Your work is needed. Do you have any advice for anybody who's coming out with their first book and they're getting freaked out about the prospect of a bad review? You know, my advice is that you have probably already said to yourself the harshest things about your work. Mm. In my experience, right, that inner critic, the inner voice, you know, whatever resistance is what Stephen Pressfield calls it, whatever you want to call it. I I work with published authors. I work with published authors that are New York Times bestsellers and win all kinds of prestigious literary prizes. And you would think like, oh, well, they don't have the same internal dialogue that I do about how my work is worthless and sucks and is terrible and nobody will ever want to read it. Um, but they do, right? Like every single author and writer that I have worked with, we all have this internal voice that pops up from time to time and is just totally not helpful. But the right. nice thing about it is that you have probably already said the harshest things about your work to yourself. And and so the negative reviews that will come probably can't touch the self-criticism that you've already engaged in. And I think that that really takes the pressure off of everything, you know, because 
the fact of the matter is, is that you still accomplished what you set about to accomplish despite that inner negative voice. Like you still have a book or you still have a class or you still have a card deck or a workshop or whatever. So you know that you will survive because you have survived yourself in this respect. So I think that that's a helpful thing to remember. Absolutely. You will survive because you will. You will get through this. Exactly. So on that note, I think it is time to wrap up this episode of Talking Shop through Teresa. What was your biggest takeaway from this discussion? I love your rituals. I love, love, love the rituals. I mean, even just the simple act of washing your hands, putting on new clothes, when you're feeling upset about uh, a negative review, I just think that's such great advice because we really want to get that energy off of us as quickly as possible so we can keep on doing our work. So that was my favorite, favorite piece of advice. What about you? Anything that you enjoyed about this conversation? Any piece of advice that you're going to take away? Oh, my gosh. There was so, so, so much. Um, but I, you know, I really like the reminder, Teresa, that, that in the case of the fake negative reviews, You can, there is a protocol in a lot of places, and you can, you know, petition to have those removed. It may not always work, but I think that that gives people a practical action to take on, and my justice-loving Libran self approves of restoring justice. So I like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and I've I've had some fake ones that I've had taken down. Not all, but some. And it does feel empowering because I think one of the things that we need to know too is those review sites, they've originally it was a good idea to be able to leave reviews about books or businesses or whatnot, but they got kind of they ran amok. You know, there's a lot of trolls out there that got a lot of bad ideas. So Having a recourse for that or having the ability, again, to know that, you know, you're going to have to just face that because, unfortunately, these review sites often have opened the doors for people to be jerks for no reason, and you just got to get over it. So, But, yeah, we can go on and on about this, and we have to move along. And so before we sign off, a happy reminder, if you love Talking Shop, don't forget that you can listen to all of the previous shows for free. You can listen to them on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Just look for Talking Shop with Teresa and Bree. You're going to find all the episodes there. You can also visit the Talking Shop archives on my website, thetarolady.com. Click on Podcasts, scroll on down to Talking Shop. It's all there. Bree, where can they find us on your site? You guys, head over to com. Click on the Free Resources tab. The archives and the current Talking Shop show will both show up there. And if you like this show, Please take a moment and leave a kind, speaking of reviews, leave a kind review on iTunes. Uh, that's good karma, guys. Come on now. Anyhow, it'll help more <laughs> metaphysical, <laughs> it'll help more metaphysical right. business, right. It'll help more metaphysical business owners find their way to Talking Shop. And that is a wrap for this episode. Join us again next month for another round of Talking Shop. Until then, you can find me, Teresa, at thetarolady.com. Brie, where are you? Where are they going to find you? You guys can find me at com. Thanks again so much for listening. Keep taking action to build the mystical businesses of your dreams. You guys, stay on your grind. Make it a great month. We know you will. <laughs>